So today's episode is bonus footage, about 30 minutes from our interview with coach and professional trainer James Mayhew. I just felt like we couldn't leave this on the cutting room floor. I think you're going to enjoy it. Some interesting perspectives. So let's get to it. Coach James. Let's go. Knock him out the box, Rick. Knock him out, Rick. Bonus footage. There isn't even a question about your mindset determines what you do in this game. Yeah. It's, it's just most of us don't realize it ever or soon enough or mm -hmm. like I really didn't understand that till I would say that since when I really when I turned I think 40 for me was like a midlife realization uh -huh. and like understanding like oh shit I got I got a lot of things I got to rethink relearn my negative blaming others blaming my ex versus like really every time now catching that it's always your responsibility man you yeah you made the choice mm -hmm. so just make better choices don't <laughs> bitch about it exactly like, right just get better and i just kept trying to improve in different ways my player right no matter yeah. what the game threw at me it doesn't matter you can't control the game you can control the player like i really started living like that more and and kind of playing it like a game thinking like man, this could be a simulation. Like life actually gets better when I play it that way in some cases, like factoring in the emotions, feelings, and you care about people. You, I want good people around me. So I'm not saying play it like a game, like don't give a fuck because the game is complicated. There's emotions involved. Yeah. But in a game, if it was a simulation, you'd want to live fully. You'd be like, I paid Boom. for this shit probably. <laughs> exactly. I probably turned that part of the brain off so exactly. I could like, I do think honestly that if I'm being totally honest with myself, this could very well be the year 3020. And we are in a virtual reality, like at a store, like at a shopping mall and are strapped in. And we just paid an extra couple hundred bucks to turn off that part of your brain where you know you're playing a game. Yeah. Because you're like, I want to fucking see what happens in 2020. When <laughs> yeah. And then they go... And you're like, oh, I'm here, blah, blah, blah. But Yo. it's really like a 30-minute thing. And when you hit 100 or whatever, you fucking die. Whenever you, whatever happens, you overdose. Whatever happens in this Snap game, out. you go, oh, shit. And then your friends are like, holy shit, motherfucker. You're like, what the fuck? What happened? And you're, they're like, you were shaking and doing shit for like the last 30 minutes. You're like, 30 minutes? It was 100 years. Like, no. You were playing the game. Oh, shit. And then you're going to go, fuck, man. Why didn't I, I do that thing? Exactly. Why didn't I ask that girl out? Why didn't I exactly tour the world? Why didn't I buy those plane tickets? Whatever it is. So like, when I, and, and, and then you go, run it again, motherfuckers. Again? Yes. Here's another thousand. I want that shit turned off. I'm going again. Right? And then Yo. I'm just saying, man. And if it isn't, no. and if it isn't, fuck it. It's still better to do the podcast, even though I have no business doing one and I feel silly doing it a little bit. But I'm like, shut up. I tell myself to shut up on that stuff because it's not real. And just go, okay, if it was a simulation, if you paid for this shit, you're going to be pissed. Okay, fine, do the podcast. It's not going to yeah. kill me. That's the it's not going to kill me to buy 
some Joe Rogan microphones for a couple grand, even though I shouldn't, right? Because I'm like, if I get hit by a bus tomorrow, I'm going to be pissed that I didn't do at least an episode. And my kids, I want, I love doing it with Cody. Why not? We spend time together. It's some, and I get to do this. I would have never had you over because we we lead, lead busy lives. Yeah. Now I have an excuse to go. When I saw your post, I go, dude, I should have James on, man. That would be, I don't know if you were into it. Some people go, oh, I don't like podcasts. When you said like what it was about, I was like, this is exactly what I want to do, what I want to talk about. And what you're saying about the simulation is so true. I I can't believe I just saw the Matrix for the first time last summer. And that that movie literally for about three months after you see it will have you waking up one day, life is normal. The next day you want to move out of society and just live in the middle of nowhere because you're like, this is all bullshit. So once you find that kind of mesh of, all right, this is bullshit, this is a game, I should just enjoy it. Enjoy it. And like, think about at the end of the day, it's <laughs> Earth has been around for so long. Right. And to, and to think that this is the only human existence, it's we've had different existences and we exist in different spiritual realms and things Here, are just yeah here's the thing nobody knows that's the key to my philosophy so here's what i say to the naysayers that say well you don't know it's a simulation i definitely don't know it's a simulation what i'm saying is it's just as likely to be a simulation as any other theory yeah like it could also be judaism christianity the Muslims got it right. It could be anyone or any other trillion ideas that have been out there. Mm -hmm. But it could be that I paid for a virtual reality game. I, you can't tell me, no, it's impossible. With the technology we have, imagine if the human race is still alive in a thousand years. Imagine the virtual reality shit they're going to do to our heads. They're going <laughs> to be able to turn off that part of your brain that remembers shit and yeah. pull you into 2020 with simulated cars and feelings and they're gonna it's have like, electrodes on your body or just they're just gonna plug into your brain where they can literally make you experience whatever you paid for man so i'm not even kidding when i say this literally could be what i described but even if it isn't <laughs> here's the great thing when i first thought of this to myself and i thought of it this way i decided even if it isn't i still get better results <laughs> Like I go for that yeah. business idea. I, I talk to that person. I wouldn't yeah. have maybe reached out to you if I was like, oh, because I would be like, oh, I don't want to bother Coach James. He's busy and he's coaching some big fucking names, dude. So mm. I didn't want to like bother you. Like, oh, hey. but then I said, if this was a fucking virtual, it, I I probably got into the habit of it ever since that indoor soccer place, man. Because that business kicked my fucking ass and it was so stressful and you know my wife was like emotional about our finances every other day so yeah. I, it was like a lot of pressure and that's when i was like how do i conquer stress because that's the only thing yeah. i could do i can't close the doors we had deposits from families to do the summer program and we if we close the doors we got to return all that money and we got all these employees no 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 we're gonna keep it going right and I had a job, full-time job. Yeah. 
and I have film production business wow. and a and a, a three month old. Wow. We're crazy, man. I did it for the experience, right? But it was a crazy experience. Yeah. And it made me kind of realize, like, you know, I don't know. It made me realize. I think there's an interesting concept of what you're saying is you can use spirituality and use the because spirituality is just people think spirituality is crystals and stones and all this stuff and religions but it's really like the way you view the world like that's like that. your spirituality and your i don't spiritual. consider myself spiritual i think of myself as like a realist kind of like uh-huh. meaning i think a true realist says i don't know shit yes that's i mean i I, and that's like a cop-out but it's not because i say well i do experience something like pleasure and pain so then i think okay how do i maximize my pleasure and minimize my pain by doing what i'm doing like being around good people having a job that i enjoy so i change my career like Mm -hmm. once i realized that's the direction then i started changing stuff too and changing how i thought about the dude i couldn't do this before because i would have been in my own head and and part of what i want to do james is remove people's mental prisons man i know that sounds also cliche but no that's a real thing when you think (laughs) your parents are everything to you let's say or religion is every or yeah that, that for an example you are limited with what you're able to let yourself do be, just from guilt and anxiety alone. That's so, what they're there for, man. They, I they think, control you. Through. I think in high school, I was definitely in a mental prison when it came to basketball. Like, you could look at my stats. Two, like, probably, I think I averaged two points, two rebounds a game. Like, I was getting, like, no minutes. And I had zero confidence when it came to playing basketball. Yeah. And people would be like, yo, you're really good. Like, why are you playing like shit in the games? And I'm like, dude, I don't fucking know. (laughs) I'm fucking up. Like, I don't know what's going on. And then really like I was 16, 17. Like you're not thinking about life through that different lens. Right. And once you get time to really stop being able to get it, because kids are year round being fed information and a lot of it is just more so information and not tools and so like or it's inaccurate ineffective fear-based yes passed down from generation to generation (laughs) closed-minded thinking yeah and it's it's not the parents fault they don't want to hurt their kids they just that's what they were taught yeah I had to rethink it all man i was taught the same shit and then i was doing the same thing to my kids until i had this realization too. That was the perfect thing for me once I was able to stop playing basketball and I had freshman year of college with, if like anyone who's been to college, like you have hella free time. Like it's a bunch of free time. So, and my five best friends all went to schools out of state. My best friend was playing basketball at Hawaii. Other friend was in business school at Indiana. Other friend was in music school at um, NYU. So I'm looking around, I'm like, all right, I need to like do some shit with my life. Like I didn't pick this shit up. And uh, being able to have free time to actually think about what you want to do is so important because a lot of people don't have that free time to like really analyze your life. Like, what do I like? 
I've been able to get two of my best friends from high school to become trainers at Athletic Games, and neither of them majored in kinesiology. Neither of them knew they wanted to be trainers until they really saw like me doing it. And um, how did you know? What do you look for? So, this is kind of funny, but I knew I wanted to be their dance moves. I knew. <laughs> I knew. <laughs> you I got knew rhythm. I wanted the gym. <laughs> I knew I wanted to, how did I know I wanted to be a trainer? How did you know they, how do you know when to like invite people in to work with you? So Mike, you so this is interesting. This is crazy. Mike was in the G League playing for the Jazz, yeah. got cut, came back. Aww. The whole summer that Mike was training to get ready to go. So he had just finished at Hawaii. Great career, was team captain for four years out of five years being there. <laughs> And um, anyone that's like really been to Hawaii and like even around the team, like the Hawaii basketball team is the only thing sports on TV. So like you're a well-known athlete in Hawaii. So Mike went from kind of being like the man to now in the G League, got cut. And he was that whole summer he was training with me, literally staying. I set up an air mattress in my room. So he was staying like, we had our beds like as far as me and Cody right here. And uh, we were grinding, like waking up early, working out. And uh, once he got cut, he was basically just upset, like didn't know what he wanted to do. Like you work so hard to get here. When did he get you, cut? Two Novembers ago. Oh, and shit. I, it was like supposed to be the best time of our lives because at the start of November, he was in the G League and I was on this rap tour. So shit was great. Halfway <laughs> rap through. tour? Yeah. So one of my clients <laughs> is a pretty well-known rapper, Freddie Gibbs. Gotcha. And uh Oh, and we you went train on, him. I train him. Oh, okay. I've been like, training I, him for a I while. I thought you were doing a, like I thought you had a rap group. I, oh, I wish. I wouldn't I wish. doubt you. <laughs> my mixtape's dropping. Give me a, uh, drop a little beat. Drop a little beat. Mixtape coming out. Hey, maybe a, it'll be a, a podcast mixtape with some some beats free, behind some it. Some freestyles in later. We can freestyle a little bit if you want. I'm with that. I'm not saying I'm really. Good I need at a lot it, more to keep. I'm I know be a it's a scary thing. <laughs> That's a good transition back to the Mike story. Yeah. So when I told Mike, <laughs> I was like, "Yo, Mike, if you want to be, a, do you want to be a training athletic games?" He didn't even think about it. He was like, "Oh hell yeah!" So that was it. Oh, nice. <laughs> boom. When people aren't excited about it, that's a red flag, man. So that's exactly. a big exactly. And if they don't show up, you kind of know quick. You just got to be able to give people chances and then get get rid of them quickly if it's not for them. That's so set true. them free, man. You can't really. you can't want it more than someone else. No, and 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 they nobody if somebody's doing it for the first time, and this is just something as a business owner I've had to learn the hard way. The risk with bringing on newbies is they've never done it, so you have to let them try, and you have mm. to be honest with yourselves that. This may not work. Just come and try, man. Yeah. Do it for two weeks. You're going to know because you're going to be sick of seeing my ass here and the smell and you're just not going to be into it. Trust me. That's so true. You know, but That's then they're I'm afraid telling. to even try. Sometimes people are afraid to. Oh, no, I'm in, I'm really I'm going to be an, a lawyer. All right. But All what right. if you love training people, dude? See, I believe in the whole Smurf concept, you know, like figure out what kind of Smurf you are and be that Smurf. That might change down the road. Later, yeah. you might be a different kind of Smurf, a rapper Smurf. Yeah. You don't know. But That's make sure it's really what you want to do and you got a little a little flavor for it. You know exactly. what I mean? Exactly. 
You don't so. even have to have that much talent for it, I don't think. I think you have to have more of the love because, and I don't, just for the record, I don't believe you can do whatever you want. People say that. You could do whatever you want. No. no you could no. do whatever you, <laughs> you could do whatever you love, I think. As long as you have a little bit of, just a little bit of talent. Yeah. It doesn't even have to be that much because the work will pay off. You just may not get to the top of your industry, exactly. but you're going to be making money. If you grind it out for 10, 15 years, doing what you love. The universal me, reward. Yes. It just, exactly. the game works out, how, man. Exactly. You don't have to it's believe like, in God or the like universe. Tokens. Yeah. It's like tokens. Yeah. It's like. Eventually your coins add up. You yeah. cash out. Think good. of it as a video game. Look, you go to the gym for an hour a day. You're probably going to start looking different. That's how the game works, man. It gives <laughs> yeah. back. Yeah. It gives back. Yo. It's just you got to go for two months, not two times, and then say, ah, oh, this isn't working. Yeah. <laughs> the game so takes true. time. That's the other thing that Josh and I always talk about. Like, change is slow, and most people don't know that, and they quit too soon. Like, they may want to, they may mm. be a, a, an athlete smurf, but they're not where they think they want to be in three years, and they quit now. Yeah. And they're not, you've probably seen those athletes that you think, I don't know about this dude. And then they shock you, man, because they put in the work and you're like, they're leaping out of the Straight freaking up. building. Straight up. And, and the thing about like quitting too soon is it's good to know when to move on to something else. Absolutely, man. But I feel like if you don't, if you don't have something, to move on to, you might as well try to like stick it out. <laughs> you know? Well, if you love it, you got to ask yourself and be honest. Because I stuck right around question. with a career that I was doing well in that I did not like. I yeah. hated, man. But I thought I was afraid. What if I have a degree? I spent four and a half years in college. What if I can't be successful anywhere else? To just go with no safety net, no degree. What am I going to do with that? So I kept sticking around, and that's not good, man, because you could have a very low ceiling. Because by the time I was 20 years in, I was operating at 40% capacity. Do you know what I'm saying? Dragging my ass, but my experience allowed me to be successful. But I was a horrible, like, I wouldn't want to hire me because I'm better than that. <laughs> Go do some yeah. shit you can be passionate about. Like, I can do podcasting all night long, dude. Yeah, <laughs> I can go, like, 12-plus hours I'll have to be dragged away from the mic, dude, with the right guest. <laughs> yeah. Not by myself, but with a dialogue, man. Like, yeah. With somebody that I, you know, we do, we do like, our sessions usually go three hours just because it's just the conversation, man. Yeah. And that's what it's really about for me. And then it's like, next, okay, I'll put someone else right. <laughs> Even in like really bleak circumstances, you can find certain things to use to your advantage right and that's just so key and you yeah. look at every person that's made it out from those situations they found like all right i use these three four things to my advantage and i just pushed those yes and i ignored all my deficiencies because yep. like school and teachers make you focus and get your mind ingrained to thinking so much about working on your weaknesses and we should work on our weaknesses but if you accentuate your strengths, they can Boom. overshadow a lot of your weaknesses. Dude, you got to find who you are. Uh -huh. Dude, James, come on. 100%. Yeah. 100%, man. And I got to say this, that the destiny theory, which 
is kind of indisputable, meaning you can't really dispute that you are a product of your genetics and environment. Yeah. Neither one you picked, so therefore it makes you were born. You don't even remember shit till you're like four. So you were already on like, by then, a, a, a like a mostly baked bread. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So that's just to accept yourself. That's what that is for. That's what I use that for to go, hey, don't be upset that I still got 10 pounds to go. That's where the destiny brought me. You know, my parents didn't teach me how to eat healthy. I had to reverse that. It took me time. Exactly. Be okay with myself. But, but, I also was lucky enough to run into people thinking a different way that made me go, oh shit, I can accelerate this process, man, and be an active participant. And let's just say it was destiny that I met that person, but I'm going to actively try to change my destiny as much as I can. And whether it's destiny or not, it doesn't matter. I'd rather live a more fun life. Therefore, I don't want to sit and just give up on myself type of thing. And Dude. anyone listening to this, I'm just going to say, if they realize at some point the game, because like Steve Jobs said, when he was 14, once he realized there's no box and you can push and pull this universe however you want, sort of, almost... Whatever, like you could figure out anything and get around anything. He, that's when he decided I'm gonna do big shit then, because there's really no limits other I than what I said for myself. Yeah, it's true, man. The game works. It just it's you have like, to. I you've been tricked. Like, They've been tricked. You're a piece exactly. of shit. You don't know shit. You're nothing. You, need you to get, get bad grades. These, you need to right. do all this, the, all yeah. this stuff. And you get bad grades. So the school system's telling you you're dumb. Your parents are telling you you're dumb. Your neighborhood, people aren't really emotionally intelligent typically, right? So yes. they're not like, hey, Johnny, you're great. You're just hearing negative shit your whole life. 100%. No one's ever exposed you to makeup art or training. or Something you might love. And if you're not a good athlete or math, science, English major, you're kind of labeled dumb. You're just thrown off to the side. Yeah. yeah. So like... When people realize they're gonna, they just gotta find their super talent or whatever they're obsessed. They don't even have to be that talented. Just find something you're willing, you obsess over. Exactly. Like, like I know people that finally admitted to me that they love eyelashes, for example, mm -hmm. and they wouldn't tell me. I'm like, what's your like? Oh, I don't really have any passion. I'm like, is there any? What do you look on your phone about? Finally, she's like, well, I really love eyelashes, but what does that mean? I go. That's a billion dollar industry. Why don't you go like work in the eyelash industry? Why don't you go get a assistant job there? Like get in there, learn work the business. Yeah. But See it's if fear. You like it. But it's fear or or like thinking that's not really possible. Mm. If you don't think and it's possible, why would you show up to train? You oh got to yeah. believe you can make it first. And no one, no one, uh, like I won't say no one, but because uh, you're a type of person that will encourage someone. But not a lot of people are encouraging you to do stuff that's outside of the box. And that could fail because no one wants to give bad advice. Even I'm not going to lead them anywhere. They have to take somebody's words and mm. decide to do shit. Yeah. Like, you know, you could bring a horse to water. You can't make him drink. True. Like, you, dude, that's so important. The game will never serve it up in a platter. Never. Even if you win the lottery by luck, right? First yeah. of all, you have to buy the ticket. But no, let's say you win the lottery. Yeah, You're probably going to lose that money because you haven't learned how to manage money yet. That's why you didn't have money in the first place. Don't invest your money so in the lottery. My dad tells me all the time. Invest your money in a financial wealth building class 
So you can buy real estate without putting money down, whatever the freak you decide to. I look, don't do that, but do it if you love it. If you love flipping houses, why don't you go learn? Like, yeah, it's literally that easy. It's just most people don't know what they love. So then you have to watch a lot of YouTube videos and do a lot of like free interning or volunteering. Yeah. Whenever you have time in between paying your bills, I guess, Mm -hmm. because some people have kids and a job and they can't get away. But I, I'm just saying I did a transition with three kids, dude. Well, that's, and that's what I was going to say is a little, like, this is the real, like, inspiration. I remember we were in my backyard and you were telling me like, yeah, I'm, I'm tired of this accounting shit. I'm going to do this, 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 and this. And then like, you're like, yo, follow me on Instagram. Cause I'm going to start posting all of it. I was like, all right, cool. And like, I've, I've, look at all of it i'm like oh hell yeah like it's been a lot slower dude than i thought it would be because i was scared kind uh of and not ready yeah seriously but to see to see that transition and see you go from because i literally remember the back being in the backyard and i remember when we saw each other at something's fishy yeah um and you're like and i was just like oh how's it going like still working it's going slow (laughs) and uh i was just like shit like to be able to do that transition with three kids and like and now four four a newborn baby yeah. and like having a relationship like i've been blessed to really not have to have any obligations like right. when a client or a, i hate i hate saying the word client but like when like a friend or person i work with yeah um asked me to go out of town like i don't have to i can literally leave right, right then and there yeah. do like, it while you're young man i always tell my yeah my boys like i don't take it personal i just had to take a really long detour that was my nelson mandela moment that's how i look at it like it was painful though when i look back I've just so you know accelerate because i have zero yes. obligations dude <laughs> i didn't have good. obligations either i just wasn't as in touch with myself as you, man. Mm. You just touched yourself more, man. I don't know. <laughs> I just didn't understand myself, man. See, I should have oh, spent more you. time with myself. <laughs> that long <laughs> time. No, but seriously, you know what I mean? Like, no, you up. were able to figure out who you are. That's the point. Question. I was super confused. Question. Yeah. When did you start smoking weed? 19. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, nah, no, nah, that wasn't it. I can't blame that. I know what it is, man. I know my problem. Got it. I was very brainwashed into like mindsets, belief systems, like how a mm. family should be, how a career should be, that you should go to college. Like I was put in a high school that was a college prep high school. Ah. 99.9% of people went to college. I just went there with, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I just went and then I kept trying different majors and then I picked accounting at the last minute. Cause it was a stable career, like dumb dude. Like no See, I was real so, thought process there. Got it. Doctor, lawyer, I'm... no, okay, accountant. That's kind of the joke in the family. Like, if you're <laughs> the dumb one, you become the accountant. Damn. Like, that's the expectation. Mm-hmm. I didn't have to do it. They wouldn't have murdered me, but yeah, I that did inf- At that guide time, me. And yeah. it's not an excuse, but that's the truth, man. I wasn't. I was too ignorant and naive to go my own way but i know now i tell my kids like listen to me if you want but like do you still do make your own mistakes even because you want to do you it's your game not my game 
and you don't realize how far ahead that's making you like your dad's like my parents like my parents are both like yo do whatever the fuck you want to do. Just make sure you're like safe and you're not like doing illegal shit. What do I tell you when you leave the house? <laughs> don't die. Yo, literally. Just I'm like, just don't die. Safe. Everything else we can figure it out. Yeah. I know he's responsible, but look, nothing's the end of the world if you don't die. <laughs> literally. You know what I'm saying? And like, and the whole thing is like, I remember my parents like never really put any pressure on me to do anything in particular. Like my dad did not graduate from high school and my mom my mom and oh my mom was always like you have to go to college so the whole thing for me was like all right i just had to balance out and this was honestly a great balance because this is just how real life is so i had to balance out like all right i want to just do training but and technically i didn't have to go to college to become a trainer right but my mom was like you have to go to college so me being able to balance out training and like what I love first all right I have to do this for my mom so how did you do it like how did you make like you still finish college yeah all right uh, so, so you got I your degree, degree which is great I don't think you need it but that's it's a nice no one has ever asked for my degree or my Thank GPA you. for anything I'm just being ever. honest man they don't give a fuck because oh 100%. it's all about delivering results they'd be stupid who cares I mean it's nice, don't get me wrong, and it shows that you have the resilience and you're able to put it in your room in a, in a nice framed yeah. thing. And well, maybe it. it makes you feel good. That shit I'm not is downplaying it. Dresser. Look, I got <laughs> one. Hey, I got one and I'm proud of myself for doing yeah. it. Did I need to? No, I, honestly, I didn't because I should have studied film or done something different. Or It doesn't matter. I didn't have, for me now, True. some of my friends should have gone to college and did. And I'm not downplaying college or saying my kids won't go to college. That's true. But I definitely tell kids, use college. Don't go because you're supposed to go. You know what I mean? 100%. Knock them out the box, Rick. Knock them out, Rick. Bonus footage.